Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Cool Thinks podcast. This is your co-host, Justin Chitla. And Jason Chitla. And um, yeah, well, welcome back to another episode. I think this is the 27th episode. And um, before I forget, let me ha- go ahead and throw in our call to action. Uh, we, we started a Discord channel so that we can start growing our podcast community. So if you like our podcast and you like what we talk about and want to interact with us and, and all the, the followers, go to my Instagram bio and follow our or join our Discord. That's at Justin Chitla. Go ahead and join. Um, and if you haven't yet, rate our podcast um, and, and leave a review because we really appreciate that. That's how we can uh, grow and, and uh, you know get some more listeners. Uh, but Jason and I, Jason, we we just got back from New York. The, the, yeah. The so, well, first I'll say that we missed last week. So there's just so much to talk about because there's a lot. this past weekend, obviously, our uh, was busy because a lot of family came down because our aunt quit her job as a pharmacist to start a food truck um, with a Filipino food style food truck, and it was really good. But before that, even the weekend before, we went on a vacation to. New York to see our friend Pat, uh, who goes to Cornell University in, in Ithaca. So there's just um, a lot going on. Not only that, but um, just the markets in general, the stock market with crypto world yeah. too, and and you know because all of our, our all of our family and friends are all into that. So it's just been a very very busy two weeks. Yeah, but uh, so visiting Patrick, um, haven't seen him in a long time. He's up there at Cornell University, and it was just interesting because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Uh, you have a friend that you've been really good friends with for a while, and obviously, you know, sometimes they'll they'll go to a different state to pursue whatever. Um, so going to visit them, they have, like, their own new group of friends. Right. And that's always interesting, kind of seeing the dynamics, seeing what they think is funny if if he found someone that um is like on the same level of comedy um or or just the same vibe level as right. us you know, it, do you know what i'm trying to say yeah and it's kind of well, because when we had pat on the podcast this was kind of a topic where we were like just like it, we, we all we you and i we love like learning new people and and finding um kind of what they're into and sure they right. like to show us things too but it, but more specifically um it it's it's funny seeing specifically pat just interact with people because he's just an awkward person so (laughs) sorry pat but but uh it was fun though it was fun like we went down there and ithaca man you wouldn't go there just to be there i mean if you're not going to law school you'd ever go there if you're not going to cornell i just don't see any other reason to live there because it's not like i was like i was thinking i was there i was like wow this feels like i'm out in western north carolina it feels like i'm out in boone it feels like you know i'm going on a snowboarding trip um, it definitely felt that way, it, but it you feels said like there's nothing there. If okay, what I you kept said something saying, in particular, what which, I kept which saying, really was, struck a chord it, with me because I I agreed for whatever reason. I kept saying like it it felt really kitschy, really it felt like Niagara Falls, and, it and it's did. funny because we never we never <laughs> been to Niagara Falls. Yeah, the place but. feels like Niagara Falls, but Jason and I haven't, haven't ever been. <laughs> I just kept so. saying that. I just kept saying that to Pat. I was like, this show is really knickknacky, like because yeah. okay, get this. 
on like the dorms randomly there would just be random colored tiles mixing in like it was like fish scales of a pink tile fish scales merging into green on student dorms and then every house is built by like a different architect in a different like yeah time period you're right i don't know it and just, it was it like the so weather it was like the weather and the way the sun was coming down it felt like niagara falls and although we've never been you know if you <laughs> visited exactly. ithaca you know, it you screams might well, Niagara. Yeah, just say that you visited Niagara. <laughs> yeah. So no, um, that was cool. And it was really, what was really, really fun was after getting to know his, his friends and he has a, he has a solid group of friends. They're all super great, really yeah. funny, good people. Um, we got to know the stories. Um, cause you know, Pat doesn't, he, he won't share what he, what he doesn't have to share, you know, when, or when we're asking for updates, he's not going to give like the funniest right, stories, right. right? That that don't paint him in the best light. Right. So it was really funny um, hearing Just, about all these things. And then and, we would we do the same, give them stories, and they would be like completely yeah. like amazing. Like for example, one just off the top of my head was. You know, say like you work somewhere at a fast food restaurant. Oh, sure. It's a pretty big thing. You'd be like, okay, maybe after one or two years of living with someone, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I worked there before. Right. So if you're visiting that place right. often. Especially, you know? no, especially if you're visiting that place. Yeah. So they have, uh, Pat and his friends, they, they have insomnia cookie. It's a, it's a cookie shop down there. Right. And they've eaten there a couple of times. And it was funny because I brought it up. I was like, oh, yeah, Pat. Pat worked at Insomnia Cookie when he was in Chapel Hill. And they were just amazed by that. Yeah. They're like, Pat, we go here so often. Like, you've never, ever mentioned that you work here. It's like, it's, it's, it's one of the things that I think is funny about Pat because it's like, it's something that I think any other person would just totally bring up when you're there. Like, yeah. oh, by the way, I worked here. Well, one you know, of the but- cool things about Pat is he won't conversate for the sake of conversating. <laughs> so he won't say something, um, Unless I don't know, he it needs really to be said. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That's like something about him, but really cool to get to see him and obviously what he's doing. Um, Cornell Law School is it's a uh, it's hectic. So I'm I'm glad we were able to get a weekend in. And obviously, you know, um, the couple nights we were there, we tried to you know make the most of them. And uh, you know, by visiting, we visited a, a really nice brewery, so that was sick. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we also had like. Um, just, you know, very small, small group of people, um, come over to drink, um, and celebrate St. Paddy's day. Right. Um, So that that was was fun, but what wasn't fun was getting back. Oh yeah. And actually getting there. Yeah. We can get into that. Yeah. Just airplanes, like going to the airport in general. It's always, I always, I mean, some people might like it. I always hate going to the airport. There's there's so much to do. I always feel like, for some reason, I always feel dirty. And and okay, one thing though, I think the first two times I liked riding. Yeah, no, it's cool. And but then and now every time I go, it's the same thing. It's dirty. So airport, I always feel dirty. Always uncomfortable. Can never really feel like I'm stretched out. Headaches. Okay, number two. Yeah, headaches. And then and then number two, you get you get on, and it's like, and we were talking about this. You all every time I get on an airplane now, I always it never not crosses my not mind when i look out the window i'm always like how the hell does this even work oh you know, yeah, like, yeah we just yeah, take wow, it for granted yeah. i feel like i mean i i and, and there's not is i'm not saying like guys like, i mean how heavy or whatever, is a freaking airplane but it's like it still doesn't make sense to me even like for how it often really doesn't that flights occur every day you know just uh, they what they say that like car crashes are more probabilistic than plane sure, crashes sure. something like that but it's like every time i get on a plane i'm just like wow how does this work i know 
Like, I know, oh, I know, how I know. are you flying right now? But, Jason, is there is there like is there one person in the world that has flown on a plane and hasn't thought, could this thing go down? Right. Like that you, it's just a thought that happens, right? And and when you're looking outside, when you're up there, um, you know, thirty thousand feet in the air, if you're on a commercial flight, when you're looking outside and you see just the massive wings. It's just kind of weird. Like you can't really picture because you can't visualize the physics of of air going underneath, creating you know right. some sort of force lift. upward lift. Yeah, you can't. And then for how heavy the structure is, it's in, it's just insane. So it's it's scary. It's 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 you know obviously I, I fly on airplanes. I will continue to do so, but I'm scared of them. And I, I you know touching down like I'm curious what. What amount of responsibility do the pilots have? Because right. because I'll ask you this, I'll ask you this. If you tell me that a pilot has a lot of work or a little bit of work, both, both answers kind of I, I kind of I'm concerned, right? Because right. if they have a lot of work, then well, I'll be damned. Like my life's in your hands every time we go up and down. Right. And if they and don't they have, have a lot of work, then it's like then that's concerning too. What but I think I'd I just don't can, get it. I'd probably prefer it to be this, the latter, and I think that is the case. Either way, you know, you it the the whole statistics of it. I mean, there there are just not that many plane crashes. So the way that the system is right now, I guess, is working. You know, so I mean, it's just it's fun to question it. Uh, one thing though, yeah, when well, you're when you're on the plane and you're looking out and like, do you know that moment where? Uh, the wing, like there's um a part that comes up. You know, I think it's like when you're stopping, and yes. like the part of the wing, like on the a, a flap, it, it's like flaps. They come up, and it looks like it kind of reminds me of when like there's a drag race and like the parachute mm-hmm. goes yeah. off. So it's, yeah. I, it, I think it's trying to slow it. That always the way that it looks. Doesn't it look like you're gonna go too into the. Ground? Well, it always just looks like it's gonna crack off. Like it, it just oh. looks so flimsy. Like the, to me, the, the wind's way, beating it, and I'm like, yeah. how the hell? Does this like not break? Because well, to me, it's being it used all the up, time. It looks like it's, you know, because you're saying it goes up and it does. Yeah, I've and then it. there's like you it see this like little flimsy little stick on the back. I think that's what, what's keeping it from snapping. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like who designed that? I mean, I guess it's working, but I just, I, I just don't feel confident looking at it. Yeah, and because it's not shaking only who did the this, wind so who designed much. it. You always think about you. You always start to think about how the plane was built, like who actually laid their hands on it. And oh, you so trusted another, them to put another, the bolts in. Yeah, another funny thing is on the way there specifically for us, and this was the as this was the first, so we took American, we took American Airlines, and it was the first time. So literally, we got there and the what the first the plane had maintenance problems so like yeah. it wasn't working and yeah. so we literally had to leave the airport well we had to first we had to, maintenance we issues. had a call to get a new flight so that was sure that was so such a pain when we we're just trying to get just out dealing to with flights yeah. in new york Another so thing. we anyways we, we told we, him we were like dude like there was, like, was a the moment there we were gonna have to make a decision whether <laughs> it was what opportunity really cost opportunity cost we were, they were waiting yeah. out all the costs but anyways um <laughs> yeah so, went, so it and so plane one maintenance problems okay so get this then we we actually get on the plane we get to our connecting flight in syracuse and now or no it was philly it was supposed to be syracuse and then it was philly and then we're trying to get on the, the second plane to get to ithaca 
we get on the plane and we have to get off the plane because there's literally it said the pilot literally said oh there's an indicator saying something's wrong and yeah I'm like, okay holy crap how often does this happen so so then you 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 know you start thinking about that for a second maybe the average person doesn't think much of it but i started See, thinking I- Okay, well, they have an indicator for it, so that's good. But yeah. like the fact that they need an indicator <laughs> to say "Don't fly this plane" is a little it's, scary. Again, yeah. so and I don't I mean, see how any again, person in their is... right mind, if you start thinking about airplanes, you you don't think anything good. Right, no, right. other than I don't know, it's crazy. No, no, it's, well, like another, a bla- it's black magic the whole uh, at way that around. Point, I was just like, and this was obviously just based on you and I's experience on that day. I was just like. I wonder if, if we just took a poll right now of the people on the plane that are telling us to get off. If we just took a poll right now, one, like raise your hand if you just want to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two, I was like, who wants I, to just say indicator schminicator? Like, let's send <laughs> the, it. The yeah. plane. I, I, mean, was how, ready, how often? I was pissed. I wanted to see Pat. I wanted to go to New York. I was like, I, you know, and I'm usually a scared person, but I think it's just, that's another thing. Like, uh, sometimes I'm an anxious person, but one way. I, there's several ways to get out of it, but one way for me is just to get pissed at something. Then I'll just become a whole new personality. But anyways, because like, yeah, that's obviously no one in their right mind. The plane says it's the, the plane is literally telling you it's probably not going to work. But yeah. I was just at a point where I was just so mad. I was just like, can we take a poll? Yeah, <laughs> we, I know. But uh, I completely agree with that. And then so um, our last thing that I want to say about the whole trip so obviously, um, I alluded that we were drinking, you know, we were there to see our best friend, you know, we wanted to get a couple of drinks. Right. Well, we drank the night before and, and you right. had- That was very risky. Yeah. You, well, you had the um, wisdom to stop earlier in the right, night. Right, right. I was like, and I when, I, when you're doing it, I was like, wow, man, he's really sending it on. on we're gonna okay, have to, okay. We had to wake up at like four or five in the morning. No, we went to bed at four in the morning. We, we had went to wake to up bed at, at six at in four. the morning. And it was insane. Yeah, woke up at six, two hours of sleeping. Um, it's, but okay, let me explain this, guys. We we had sake bombs for the first time ever, right. which is really cool to be doing with um, Pat and all of his friends up there in Cornell. Very and fun. it's my our first time, so you know, you slam the table, you, you put a, a sake shot on a, in a little shot glass on top of two chopsticks on top of a regular glass that's filled with Sapporo uh, beer, right. Japanese beer, and then you hit the table three times and say. Um, saki, 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 bomb, bomb, bomb. No, 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 no. You said it wrong. Someone says saki, 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 and, everyone and then else, everyone yeah. else goes bomb, 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 and hits the table, the table yeah. and the shot glass will drop into the beer. And maybe it's very common. I don't know why I'm explaining it, but um, it was new to me, so it was it was really cool doing that. But the the place we were at, um, it was a Japanese restaurant that has this as a special where you get kind of like a half pitcher full of sake and um, a, just a lot of beer and. It, it it was enough to to where everyone at the table did like I don't know anywhere from seven to ten of them. So you're doing a lot of that, and the point is, um, it wasn't very smart to do this night before the flight. So next morning, I yeah, we get to the well because we then also you also we also continue drinking. Yeah. So um so after that so so next morning we wake up super early right after sleeping two hours and I get to the first airport in Ithaca and you know I'm feeling it in my stomach I have to go I have to use the restroom 
And then you're texting me because apparently I'm taking a long time and I am. Yeah. I'm in there and, you know, it was a lot of alcohol and beer and, and f- different kinds of food the night before. So I was in there for a while struggling. So I come out and I just start like getting really nauseous. And yeah. It's just so I bad. I felt really bad because I was like, well, one, you drank more than me the night before. But two, I forgot to tell you to also take an ibuprofen like I did before we left to go on the plane. So <laughs> you're like, uh, you were already in worse condition. Yeah, thanks, man. Looking miserable. Yeah. And I forgot to like give you an ibuprofen like I did. And then, so then we get on the plane. I just feel so bad because you're looking rough. Yeah. So, yeah, and then, and then what? Do you just look over and I'm not in my yeah, seat? I, I, I look over. I'm feeling good. I look over. You're not there. And I'm like, oh, okay. Man, yeah. And, and pause. Yeah. Yeah. Pause. Pause. Let me say this. So, oh, yeah. You thought I was yakking. I wasn't yakking. But let me, let me say this. So, so I get up from my seat um, on the first flight. And obviously, I'm going to the bathroom. And let me just explain myself. So, I'm, I'm a very, um, what's it called? I'm called, I'm a, I'm a shy shitter or I, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't like to poop in public places. Right. Um, Same. I think maybe I've talked about it. Yeah. I, I don't know anyone who wants to try to poop in public places. Right. So that's just not me. And, um, so I don't even like doing it in public places, let alone on a freaking airplane, you know, just do it yeah, before you after. There for a while. I know. I know. So, so this was a brand new experience for me. One that you know, really opened my eyes to a, a new type of person, you know, a person that is as, as bold enough to go in there. And it really, when I was doing this, when I was shitting on the plane, I really felt different. I was like, not, not everyone's able to accomplish this. Not everyone's able to just get up, right? Because like, you're not ever going to do it. You won't ever do this, right? Not but, like unless it's a last resort like it was for you. Exactly. But there are things you find out along the way. Like, did you know that the toilet in an airport a, airplane bathroom doesn't have any water in it that's that it doesn't you have told me that and i was very it. confused on how it would work but yeah but but doesn't it make sense because of the turbulence you don't want water splashing around right and then what i thought was really really interesting was there was an ashtray for cigarettes but, but right inside smoking. yeah but on on every single, on the back of every single airplane chair and in the bathroom and on the door to the bathroom, there's a bunch of no smoking signs. So, you know, very weird UI. I, I don't get the UI, the UX. I, you're, I don't know. I don't know. Was the plane made like 50 years? When was smoking on a plane okay? I don't I Probably, I don't know. Got to be in the 90s. And, and the fact that there are still so many smo- no smoking signs, like you can't take that on a plane. You can't yeah. take a flighter on a plane. And so I've never who, seen anyone smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, why is, why like, is that real estate? Can you do it in the bathroom? Secretly? I don't know. I don't know. If there's an ashtray? Does it mean don't vape? Because maybe they need to change the logo. Because I just, yeah. I don't get it. But anyways, this it was just... Shitting on a plane was bizarre. It was so small. It was uncomfortable. There was no water, which makes it feel kind of really, really. Imagine uh, if we had turbulence when you were in there. <laughs> I know, I know. What's the word? It, it felt really uh, primal to be shitting on something that <laughs> just there was no water. Yeah. I don't know. It was quite an experience, one that I'm never going to do again, but I, I had to because I was forced. But it, I don't know. I, I really. You know, one thing I uh, I saw that um i thought was really cool hmm. is there was something that or a uh, news article or something where this guy was saying he, or no it was a tiktok and he's, he discovered a new color and sure. i just think that's just so badass 
Like, what did you do this month? Oh, I found a new color. Yeah, I mean, that's clear. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows even colors. Have to say anymore. That's everyone. Yeah, really literally cool. red, green, blue. What oh, was he the found, color? He found a it? different kind of blue that wasn't blue. Um, it's literally he found one. It's it's like it's. I'm not saying. Yeah, you oh, showed me this. Just, he saw a new color. No, he literally they discovered a new color that was never existed before and some well, which is when weird you, discover you can things, when you discover things they exist but it just wasn't discovered yet but it's crazy it's just crazy it's kind of just badass like, i know is a new type of bluish green or something like that it looked and it was funny when i looked at it <laughs> i mean this is kind of maybe i was biased when i looked at it on tiktok and saw the new blue it looked like it was, I, I told myself, wow, this is a blue that I've never seen before. <laughs> but, uh, wow. I, this is new. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, but like, it did look, I mean, it looked, it was a new version of like some dark blue. It looked kind of violety, indigo blue, but like, mm. but in a way, I mean, hey, again, like they were telling me it was new. So I was like, whoa, this is new. This is, guys, this is a color that no is one's ever seen. Yeah, before. something you can't really grasp, right? Because if you've ever worked, on an app or worked with an application or tool on your computer that has like a color picker right and you know how you can drag the slider and it moves from your warmer colors to your cooler colors you know what right. i'm talking about right 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 like, that color wasn't there right <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm how thinking how is that possible you thinking. don't have, you have a color yeah, off like, that a, color you grid. know as a software developer ui guy whatever a lot of times you have to like you know there's a color palette and you're on, with, literally with your mouse you're like dragging it over and the color's changing you know different sh- you go from different shades of red then you're starting to go to orange yellow whatever you go around with blue it's like yeah you're right this literally wasn't on there and it's hard to think about because like how do you not how do you not have like on a computer the math to come up or to show that pigment you know and it's just like i don't know i don't i, I they just found a new one that uh so i that is just really really cool and i thought it was really interesting another another thing that i wanted to talk or wanted to ask you was what temperature do you like the thermostat at mm, so because my roommate and i seem to have a little bit of a difference yeah, yeah. i lean typically i'll say like i i don't mind 71 72 which is i guess i i think on average that's probably really hot for a lot of people but I just, I typically, yeah, I don't I'm a like person, I don't like when I'm cold. I oh. hate it when I'm cold. Oh. So, well, now. Like, well, you I, function slower when you're cold. So I get that. Yeah. 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 So like, it, it, well, it sucks because when you wake up and it's ah, like agree, 66, I'm not yeah. getting out of bed mm-hmm. and, and I'm already not, I, well, I used to not be a morning person, but it just makes it harder to, to get up and start the day. Um, so, so yeah. So my roommate likes it a little colder. Uh, but now I've, I've just been like wearing a lot of extra s- stuff. You know, another thing is, um, and kind of relate to that is I never, never, never like where in this, this bodes worse for me that the temperature is always so cold is I never like wearing a blanket and around the house. I just feel like that's kind of like, I don't know why I just feel like I don't want to say just makes like, it seem like you're sick. Well, that well, all, yeah, I just, I don't. And I don't cancel me for this, but like, I just feel like it's, it's less manly. And it's like, I'm not trying to be like all like this masculine figure or anything, but it's just, I just don't feel comfortable when someone's looking at me and I have like, I'm curled up in a blanket. Okay. Well, don't use a blanket. Just put a hoodie on. Well, no, I'm just saying like, 
like, like you don't exactly. have to buy a Snuggie. I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just saying I, I wonder if anyone else is like that. Like, like I go into my house, you know, I go into our house at home, and you know, Joey's always snuggled up in a blanket. I'm like, yeah, you, I would. So I just, don't want to be caught dead, like looking like that. Well, yeah, you you, you establish you don't know it, but you you give off images to other people that in that. That come right, with that, judgment. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm getting at. I just feel like you in a blanket is such a weak image. And well, oh, this yeah. is, I'm just thinking I think about that. Weak, I think weak in terms of you look lazy. Like so, you're not getting anything done that day. That too, but also... I other have things. other problems with blankets. I, I don't think like they're not functional because they're always rubbing the ground. Like I, But keep going. Um, What, what made me... Uh, or uh, what I just thought about this was when we were at the airport actually and, and there was this guy that was just... You know, very like tattooed up. You know, he's he had a lot of drip, very muscular dude. And he was he was taking a nap. And I never seen a guy like this. He had a blanket on and it was like it wasn't cold airport. It wasn't. It was uh it was Charlotte and oh, I was Charlotte sweating. Was hot. Yeah, yeah, I was sweating in Maybe there. Maybe we were just having the sweats. I don't know. Of the oh night yeah, before. the night before. But anyways, this guy looked all cuddled up and you know, he was like this, whatever. And we were trying to find a seat, so I was just standing there. We were standing next to him. Yeah. and i look down and he's waking up and it, we kind of like make eye contact <laughs> and he starts taking the blanket off of him it was the funniest thing oh, yeah. uh, but i just i just i bet you know people don't talk about this but i bet it's this thing where you do probably feel a little less manly with a blanket on you and and i don't know like blankets well, during yeah. bed that's all right that's all right like um that's fine like you can you can do it, but like sure. I just feel like it's so I just I mean, feel I so it. weird you wearing a blanket. For outside. me, I look at it different. I'm like, you don't want to be wearing a blanket because, yeah, I mean, obviously it looks like you're sleepy, looks like you're tired, doesn't look like you're productive. So that's why, like, if you go into a workplace, you're not going to see people walking around with a blanket on them. Um, but yeah, that that makes sense. Um, one thing I want to talk about was uh, the Bobby Kiki effect, um, and, and and what that is is. Uh, these scientists and, and I should credit them. I'll try to throw it in the bio because I'm forgetting their names. Okay, they came up with images um, that connected, that that felt like these the words, words, yeah, right across across many different languages. So so basically, there are two images of something that looks rather smooth, like a. Kind of like if you've seen the Nickelodeon, um, yeah, the Nickelodeon kind of logo, yeah, it's like a yeah, splat. It's very smooth, right? And then, and if you don't know what up, that is or what that looks like, just imagine a cartoon where a bug gets splattered on the wall. Yeah, what, what perfect, kind of shape perfect. It would look like just very round, no, no, no sharp edges. That's great. Round. That's great. So it was round and no sharp edges. And then they came up with another image, kind of like a that, what you would like see an, in a comic book, pow, where yeah, it was like, like with really sharp star like edges. Yeah, yeah a regular star looking thing. Perfect. And they asked so these scientists created these images or like pictures rather or shapes shapes and they showed them to a bunch of people it was like a experiment and they asked everyone um to connect the word boba uh b-o-u-b-a and the word kiki k-i-k-i what is, uh, is it boba or booba i think it's bo booba 
I think it's Booba. I think it's Booba. Yeah. Booba. Booba. Okay. Okay. Either way. I don't, I don't. Yeah. So it was, it was those words. It does matter apparently because literally what the whole thing, the hypothesis of this is saying is literally the sounds of those words is what makes you connect to the specific image. Cause like you're, you're saying right now is the scientists, they, they, they done a test on so many people and they're like, okay, there's the word booba, there's the word kiki, and there's this picture and this picture. Now pair and you're pair supposed to the connect words, him, right? And and you know, believe it or not, there was okay. A well, strong let's, let's, ask, let's ask him right now. We're like, okay, before we'll tell you the answer in like five seconds. But if there is a Nickelodeon shaped logo, and then there's a star shaped figure, I mean, you have to put it on your head. Which, which one, one would be booba, and which one? Yeah, would be kiki? literally just booba and kiki. Which one would you pair? And so they found that Booba was heavily paired with the Nickelodeon right. soft shape and Kiki was paired with the star shape. And it just, and makes, it just makes sense sense because it's like I because I took the test too on TikTok. And and if you didn't get it right, maybe you're a little it's a little hindered because you have to picture the image in your head and you're not probably picturing it right. So definitely look it up on Google. It's Booba Kiki effect. But um yeah, it, it makes sense because the sound of Booba and just the way Comes that the off soft and the way that the, Uba, the Uba. nickelodeon shape like logo where it doesn't have any sharp edges it, it's just very flowy and makes you think booba and then yeah then you have that star kiki. erratic kind of figure edgy and so it's yeah, kiki. Edgy is, it's so, a harsh sound so so what was interesting was um so across languages you know this was consistent and that was right just, this is more of so what we're saying is like this is more of a human innate thing than a language thing exactly but it was interesting that you know it was breaking through those language barriers while we're on language there was um actually another cool tiktok that was it was it had it was she was giving a, a ted talk her first name was lara Bidinsky. I don't. I don't forgot. Yeah. It. But anyways, um, must have pushed that. So we'll throw it in the bio. Yeah. Um. Her. Yes. Yeah, she was giving a tech talk, and it was interesting. It was saying, okay, based on the language that that you use, you can kind of. Um, so okay, I'll give you an example, and 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 you'll get to what I'm saying. Is so if you if you know English. When you break your arm, you say, I broke my arm, right? You associate the person with it. Uh, but, if, but if it was an, you know, it was an accident, but if it was an accident and you try to say it in Spanish, there's no way for you to, to say it, to construct it like that, where you say, I broke my arm. Because if, if you did say it like that, people would think you're crazy if you said it in Spanish like that. Because, because the way it would be, if you said it in Spanish like that, you're saying it it's would not be, an accident. Right. It, you, would, you would then be saying it in an intentional way. Whereas in English, it's like, I broke my arm. Like, yeah. But in Spanish or other languages, or like, yeah. something similar comes off in the wrong way. And that's what you're saying. Right. So it's just interesting the way, based on which language that you're using, it kind of makes you think about the world in a different lens where like, for example, when you're thinking in English, you're, you're or when you're thinking in Spanish, you have to know or you have to articulate whether or not it was an accident like for example like he broke the vase you wouldn't say that you'd say the brace the vase broke and if it was an accident and so i, I what I, I guess what she was trying to say is um different languages will cause you to think and perceive the world in a different way because you're you're 
the way you construct things in words and sentences, they, they're kind of in your thoughts, right? Right, right. That's kind of what was crazy to me. It's like, I wonder if, you know, and maybe this is like not nothing spectacular, but it's kind of cool to think about. I think it is. Because, yeah, it's, it's literally making you, based on, you know, two people can be looking at the same event and just be kind of thinking about the process of it in like a different way based on because how they have to tell it you know it's like someone with spanish who, who speaks spanish looking at the vase being broken someone with english be- with the vase being broken oh what what she was specifically saying is like the whole cause and effect relationship you're kind of with the, the, the spanish speak speaking person is kind of looking at it more of um oh, like the vase was broke and, and the other like, in English person is like, oh, like, you know, he, he broke. And I, I, I think maybe I'm just repeating myself, but. No, no, but yeah, I think it's important what, what you're bringing up. It, it's interesting because, yeah, depending on the language you speak and how the language um, syntax is, is, is. Uh, you you start to think and process the world in a different way, and I think that's weird. And I, I actually heard um, that there was a community that didn't have like long ago that didn't have a word for the color blue, so they didn't see it. Like because they didn't have the word for it, they didn't see it. And I always thought that was a stretch, or maybe like someone's getting something wrong here, but. And maybe I have to look in because I I haven't you ever heard of that? Um, I I'll, I'll have to look more into it. But yeah, have you have heard of it? Oh no, something? no, I haven't. Oh, because it was really interesting. Um, that's all I can touch on on the subject. But it was basically like because they didn't have the word for it, you know, they just didn't see it physically. And I'm not sure how that would be possible, but pretty bizarre stuff. Now that is cool. One thing, um that I wanted to talk about also was just the, it's, it's pretty incredible thinking about how Wi-Fi is made. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, just, uh, well, one tweet or maybe it was a TikTok that kind of got me thinking about it was out of the rocks, water, um, you know, whatever minerals on this earth, we literally made Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, like I saw that. I saw that. It's just literally kind of like crazy. rocks, dirt, and water. We made Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, like we, we, we literally anything. have high def images, videos, streaming at whatever, you know, just through the air. And I don't know, I just, that's crazy to yeah, think I about. I just don't get it. How you does know, that stuff work? Egy- you have times. to be, You. I don't care who you are, you have to be fascinated that Wi Fi is a thing and internet can and and data can travel through the air yeah and i guess it's kind of still like a thing where like okay we're still kind of conversating with people who were before that time so it's like it's still relatively new you know we're we're in a century where right it's still fascinating kind of to a lot of people like with our grandpas for example computers like when they were born computers weren't a thing you know and so like we're still kind of in a century and and a generation where you know we have those people around but you know it's it's still because i wonder you go down the line you go to many generations ahead 
it feels like it'll be taken for granted more. But I don't know. It just it's just it's really cool. To, it could go back to the Egyptian times, you know, where you know you're only you only have the rock, water, whatever at your feet, and then now we're just in a place where literally high quality Netflix videos are streamed everywhere constantly and through the air, and it just doesn't make sense to me, kind of. But at the same, really you know, the science is there; it works, and you know, I I can see how it's not magic, but. I know, but it's really cool when you can break something apart and when you're so fascinated at something to to just wanting to understand how it works. Um, I think by knowing how a lot of things work, you can become more of a problem solver. Naturally, things that work um, physically, you know, you, you can just make certain analogies to things and your your brain connects a lot faster. You, you think in certain ways that in the future could prove beneficial. Like if you're, you know, in a business meeting or whatever, you you, you can connect to people uh, easily and, and more clear. And it's just today, um, I came across a YouTube video talking about how we are going to get better batteries right? And at first it's talked about how batteries work, which is interesting because I bet if I asked you or a lot of people right now how a battery worked, you wouldn't really know. I mean, you might have some idea that there there is like potential energy, energy stored inside some sort of cell, but, the, but to actually physically think about it, there's an anode and a cathode, right? Um, which, are, which hold negative and positive ions. And then there's a separator, and these these charges just move back and forth. And um, the video was just going on by saying like, okay, there's renewable energy, right? What can we do in the next 50 years that's going to break us through, that's going to give us the power to have these batteries be so efficient at charging and so efficient at holding energy that we can have amazing, incredible things like, um, you know, houses that are fully uh, renewable um, and electric cars, cars yeah, yeah, electric cars, right? What do we need? Well, the, basically what I want to say is, is that they're working on creating batteries that can be more efficient at holding energy, right? Because batteries, when they get to a certain size, you, you can't do much with them, right? That's why, you know, we were fortunate enough that we gotten so far where we can have handheld devices, but um, I think a lot of companies right now are working on the separator that I talked about between the anode and the cathode is is liquid right now. And a lot of batteries that you use, there's a liquid filament in between the anodes and cathodes of a battery. And right now, companies are working on creating the separator as a solid because it will just make energy transfer a lot faster. See, yeah, and even if you don't understand that i i just feel like like out of the stock market in general i think tesla is one of the most exciting stocks in the next decade because of i don't think we fully realized what um the electric cars and and not only that but they're saying now that their energy business is going to be a whole lot bigger than their what they're doing in the cars yes yes. so i just feel like that tesla like so it's what it's at like I think it touched like $640, $600, per share right now. Kathy Wood, the CEO of ARK Invest, literally like two days ago, um, made the price target for Tesla. She gave a, a, a neutral case and a bull case and a bear case. The bull case 
was a price target of three or four, three or four thousand dollars per share. And that was just insane. And her bear case was fifteen hundred dollars per share. Like a bear case is like worst case scenario, bull case is best case scenario. And at the the price it is now, like seven hundred dollars per share, she's saying in the worst case, Tesla's gonna double. So it just it's just so funny. And and that was for the next I think that was like the next five to ten years. Um but it's just I I I yeah, I love what's being done in the energy space and I think that's going to be one of the most exciting companies to to watch and i uh, the other ones being um everything to do with genetics and crispr and mm-hmm. and uh you know genetics, everything that's going on there energy. yeah sure 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 yeah i mean it's great and and you introduced me to kathy wood and i've started following her and and hearing a lot and listening to a lot of what she has to say and she's just brilliant She's smart. Yeah, she's very smart, and she's kind of like if you don't know about her, she's like the kind of the Elon Musk. Uh, she well, she has like this Elon Musk vibe slash personality. Kind, she's like a celebrity in the finance world right now, just because I guess of how successful her uh, fund has been mm-hmm. in uh, last year, and now she's just uh, she, everyone's like just following her and and loves hearing what she has to say about right. Tesla. She's just right there's so many, and she's just. And a visionary, right? She just yeah, she, really has a hearing, way of seeing and talking. Yeah, it's it's she she is very very good with words, and it's funny um, listening to her speak. She's always talking about the traditional world order, and it just sounds so much like Star Wars or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's very cool. Because, that sounds eerie, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> she's like this, this, like she's like Tesla and CRISPR and all this. Like, they're just gonna totally take over the traditional world order, and I don't know. I. I uh, you know, there, you always um, want to get multiple views on everything because then I'll go and see like, you know, uh, there's people saying, oh, Tesla's just a big bubble. And mm-hmm. and so you get so many there's different a, sides a to crowd, the story. A, and a group of people that are extremely bearish on Tesla. But, right. you know, that same group of people w- were there when in the beginning when they're, you know, not as successful. Right. It was funny. Um, I actually saw a TikTok video where it was like, it was an interview of a guy back when Amazon was still yes to make profit, but they were they had just um, their they were their shares were selling on the, on the stock market, and this interview was going on, and the guy being interviewed was asked like, "Can you believe like um, Am- Amazon is now worth more than Sears?" Uh, you know, Sears, uh, I think it's Sears is bankrupt now, yeah. But um, it's uh, the guy was like, "No way!" Like Amazon's like not even even making uh any money right now like this is crazy like this is just a bubble it's gonna go away and now obviously amazon's one of the largest market caps in the world Mm -hmm. and i think sears is gone so it's just funny you know definitely you know that's just it's we're not saying that's gonna happen to tesla but you know it's you just gotta this is just you you always want to do your own research don't just listen to one person also just don't just listen to kathy wood but i, I like sure she's but saying. if you want to get into kind of the financial world and that that whole scene and start to understand and start to um hear a refreshing uh, perspective definitely go follow her um add her to your list of people that you listen and to. also just follow our discord because we talk <laughs> about we we post cool links in there and yeah sure 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 yeah thanks for listening everyone today um please go ahead and do what jason said go ahead and and head over to justin chitla um the instagram and in my bio you can join our discord go ahead and follow and and rate us 
uh, or review us on on whatever podcast uh, platform you are listening to. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, 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 oh